right, how's it going, everybody? This is the Anything and Everything podcast. We got a good episode going on today. I'm bringing on a very special guest of a family member of mine, actually, my cousin Peyton Holtz. Um, we're gonna we're gonna talk we're gonna talk a bunch of stuff. We're not gonna bring him on just yet, but we're gonna but I'm gonna call him. We're gonna get him on a call and we're gonna talk about him. He's in Dallas right now, but we'll go more into that first. Uh, I want to talk about the sports stuff going on right now, and I talked about this in my last episode, and I and I called it, not to brag on myself, not to give myself a pat on the back, but I am, because the commissioner, actually no, let me go further back to where Carlos Hyde, a former running back for the 49ers, said that the NFL should encourage teams to sign him, not because he's a good quarterback, which I don't think he's necessarily just a good quarterback anymore. I think he might be okay, but I think he's lost a lot of his, most of his talent that he had back in like 2013, 14, 15, those times whenever he was actually playing good. Those times are gone, in my opinion. Now, I talked about this and I said, you don't, you don't ever hire a quarterback because of political issues or you think he proved you wrong outside of football reasons. A bunch of them feel bad because they they feel guilt. So they think, you know what, someone should sign him because we were wrong. And now Roger Goodell, the NFL commissioner, has come out and said, you know what, I, I agree. I agree with this. Why, why, you know what, teams, go out there and pick him up. Not because he proved us wrong in his skill as a quarterback, but because we were wrong about him. And that's, you, you don't do that. You just don't. You pick up a quarterback because he's got a good arm. He's accurate. He's smart. Colin Kaepernick, he's just not really, uh, he's not playing at a high level, not nearly as what he was before. And that's just, I mean, and that's, that's too bad. I'm not saying he's a bad guy. He's far from it. He's just simply not the quarterback that he was. So therefore, if a team does not want to sign him, they should not feel pressure to sign him. They just shouldn't. So now I'm going to speak on my my team, the Saints. And I spoke on this a little while ago. I'm worried. I was already a little bit worried because Drew Brees is getting older. He is getting a little bit older, but... That's not that wasn't my main problem because he's still playing at a high level. I think he's still a top ten quarterback in the league. He's still very accurate, very smart in the pocket. Made a bad made a bad decision against the Vikings that may have cost him the game. That's neither here nor there. Um, but now, after what happened, it was a while ago that it happened, and the players said they forgave him. But that might not be there's always going to be that little grudge that's held. They're always going to look at him and be like, oh, I remember what you said. They might not say it, but they're going to, it's always going to be there. So the chemistry, I don't think it's going to be completely off, but I don't think the Drew Brees and the Michael Thomas connection is going to be nearly as high. I don't think Michael Thomas is going to get nearly as many receptions as he got. I think he's still going to get a lot of receptions just because he's such a great receiver. But there's, I feel like there's just going to be something off there. Now, our defense, I'm, I, I, I like our defense. Our defense is good, but 
it's that it are because if you look back at the past three seasons we we i mean not even just the past three seasons we've always had a pretty much dynamic offense since drew Brees got here since he got here we've been very consistent and on an offensive level and most years it was our defense that really killed us now we got a good mixture we got a really good mixture of good defense and good offense we got a good offensive line still really good quarterbacks playing at a really high level top two best wide receiver in the league in my opinion and now we just picked up Emmanuel Sanders who's getting a little bit older he's decent so and you know we have Traquan Smith who can still get in we did lose Ted Ginn but he was getting older so that doesn't really bug me a whole lot Alvin Kamara did have a down year I'm not I think he'll most definitely pick it back up at least I hope so I expect him to after his rookie year and his second year I mean he downplayed a little bit his third year but I expect good things out of him his fourth year. In our defensive line, we guess we got Cam Jordan, still playing at a really high level, really good top five defensive end in the league, maybe even a little bit higher. And you got Sheldon Rankins. He got he got that killer spin move. I've seen it a couple times. Got that killer spin move. Marcus um, Marcus Davenport. He's getting better. He's getting a little bit better. I mean, I think he's going to be a. I think he's going to be decent. Decent defensive tackle. Demario Davis. Really good. Really powerful. A little bit older, but very smart. He's a veteran. He's still playing a really... Alex Anzalone. It's okay. It's okay. He can make plays at certain times. Marshawn Lattimore. I, although some might disagree, I, did, I was not happy with his overall performance over the year. But that's just me. Eli Apple has always gotten on my nerves, so it, it was always our secondary. It was always our secondary that I noticed were screwing things up the, against the 49ers. There was a play where Jimmy Garoppolo hailed it to Maven Debo Samuel. I'm not quite sure. Marcus Williams was down there. Von Bell was down there. He lobs it up. Marcus Williams tripping over himself. Von Bell can't even see where the ball is. Debo Samuel comes down with it, and I, the, the, the ball was halfway up in the air. I was like, oh my gosh, there's either going to be a pass interference or he's going to catch it. One of those two is going to happen. Our secondary really was really letting uh, us down the whole season, in my opinion, like I said. But, uh, you, you know, we always, we usually get off to a pretty hot start. Now, what did we go? We started off... We did go 1-0, but then we lost to the Rams. But then from then on, we were winning most of our games. And then we took that loss to um, the 49ers. But yeah, it was always... I felt like, oh, it's our secondary. It was just, just killing us the whole time. But, you know, whatever. Um, a big thing happened to the Eagles. And we all know they, they, they love... They have injury-prone... They they're an injury-prone team. It's as simple as that. Just yesterday, I think... Um, Brandon Brooks, probably a top two guard in the league, suffered a torn Achilles. The Eagles are just, they're my brother's favorite team. I always give them bad rep, mostly in spite of my brother, but, but that's not the point. The point is, I thought this year they'd go maybe 10-6, and six maybe. You know, maybe even possibly 11-5. I thought it was either going to be 10-6 and six or 9-7, at the most 11-5. Now that they lost Brandon Brooks, they do still have Jason Kelsey, Lane Johnson. Um, 
Um, no, but Jason Peters retired. I was about to say, I think he retired anyway. Not quite sure, but their offensive line is still going to be really good. But Brandon Books is a big part of that. A big part of that. Carson Wentz, I think he's really good, but I just don't. I, he, he he really disappointed me last season. Now most of his receivers were injured. Nelson Aguilar hurt, which never been too impressed with Nelson Aguilar. He's just kind of fast. Alshon Jeffrey, really good receiver. But still, you could tell something was just off. Something was off. I don't know what it was, but something was off. I love Carson Wentz. But that is, stuff was just not going good there. I don't expect too much out of the Eagles. I think they will win their division. Now, this is good segue to the Cowboys. The Cowboys just they picked up a new head coach. I think that was a good idea. Mike McCarthy, I think he'll be an alright coach. I think he'll definitely be better than Jason Garrett. C.D. Lamb will help. Amari Cooper's a great receiver. Dak Prescott's okay. He ain't taking his money yet. And who knows, maybe sometime he will. But he hasn't taken his money yet. Ezekiel Elliott, a great running back. Just yet somehow. Their defense is okay, yet somehow they just can't seem to make it work. I don't know what it is. They just can't. Now, then you've got, now, there's one team that sucked just this last season. They were just awful. A lot of people had really high expectations for them. The Cleveland Browns. People saw how Baker Mayfield did his rookie season. People were very impressed. I was kind of impressed as well. I did not think he was going to do that good, but he did pretty well. And then all of a sudden in the offseason, people saw OBJ goes to going to Cleveland. People started losing their minds. Oh, the most dynamic offense of the league. Their their defense their defense is really good as well. This is this is a Super Bowl winning team. I saw on the Pat McAfee show, almost for sure he predicted them to win the Super Bowl. Or at least go to the Super Bowl. And they weren't even close. OBJ was not playing well. Now, he, he said he was not feeling too well, injury-wise. But still, he just missed a lot of catches. Baker Mayfield was playing terrible. Just a, a terrible second year. I do think he'll pick it back up. Not quite sure how much. I think OBJ will be better. I think Jarvis Landry's only getting better as well. They Nick, Nick Chubb, who's he's quickly becoming one of the top backs in the league. And you still, you still have Kareem Hunt. They might still have Kareem Hunt. I'm not going to jump the gun on that. But if they do, do still have Kareem Hunt, who was really good his rookie season with the Chiefs, not quite sure how much he can do now. They have a really good defensive line. They got a dominant defensive line right now. Their secondary is the only part that I really worry about. But it's their offense. Now, we were saying this just last year, and they really disappointed us. But now... I feel like they picked up a much better, much better coach. One that came for the Vikings. I really like him, Kevin Stefanski. I think he's really going to help this team, especially offensive-wise. He was an offensive coordinator, I believe. Maybe. I might be wrong. But I think he'll just help the team out as a whole. I think maybe they'll go 9-7. and seven. That's a push because there's not many teams that are able to just go from terrible to good or decent in that short amount of time. The 49ers did it in one season. They went from really bad to really good. So you never know. Anything's possible. You know, they may even go to Super Bowl. Highly doubt it. But you never know.
So, enough about the NFL. Kyrie Irving. Never, I mean, when he was with the Cavs, I was a fan of him. I liked him. I thought he was a good guy. And then, all of a sudden, he says he wants to go to the Celtics. And I'm already like, okay, he probably wants to be just the man on a team. He wants to be a leader. Okay, I understand that. I mean, I don't know why you wouldn't just stay with LeBron, the Cavs, and who knows, maybe go for even another championship. Now, they do. St they would still have to go up against the Warriors, which that may have had a factor in this decision, but they would still have to go against them anyway if he went to the Celtics. The point is, he was just a terrible leader. Just not was not good, wanted to be the man on the team, failed miserably. And now he went to the, the Nets. Nothing went on good there, even whenever he was playing. He does have KD now, so that most definitely helps, but KD's not playing, so I was like, okay, but still Kyrie's going to be on there, so who knows, maybe maybe something will happen. Now, Kyrie's coming out saying, no, I don't want to play. I, I, I think now's not the time to be playing. We should, we should be supporting this. Here's the thing, Kyrie, you need, I mean, you don't need to, but come on. That is just, I think that's, your heart's in the right place, but your, your, your head, I just don't think that's, right now, I think the better thing to do would be to play, because guess what, you can, you can make this an even bigger thing, you can support even more when you're going to play, you can, but, and, and, and like I said, his heart's in the right place, he's looking to do the right thing, but his head, he's just not thinking. And hopefully, not many players will be like, oh, yeah, you're right, you're right, you know what, we don't want to play. Commissioner, we, we don't want to do this. And then the commissioner's going to be like, all right, all right, you don't have to. I really hope not. That'd just be, that'd just, that's not the, that, you get my point. Hello. And, and we got Peyton Hulse on the call. How, how are you doing, man? How are you doing? Man, I'm doing incredible. How are you doing? I'm doing just great. Uh, we just had a we just had a pretty good intro going on here. So, well, where are you at right now? Right now, where where are you at? I am sitting in my apartment, uh, just getting done with a little studying. Sonny, what what are you studying? Uh, unfortunately, it is clinical neuroscience right now. Clinical neuroscience. Wait, when did you when did you start? When did like? Is there anything that made you want to study this? Or like, what what got you into that? Uh, well, I don't actually want to study it. It's just... Uh, yeah, I get that. Yeah, I get that. Yeah, I get it. I get it. talking about this just uh just a couple minutes ago um mm -hmm. Kyrie Irving came out and said um he doesn't think that they should move on they should do the NBA playoffs thing that they're going right now I was just talking about I personally think that's just I, his heart I think his heart is in the right place yet his he's just not thinking because it, here's the thing if you move on with this playoffs thing guess what you can do probably even more support, which is mainly his goal in this, and I understand right. that. But 
I just want your opinions on that. What do you think? Do you think they should involve this? I'm assuming that you think they should. I, I, I agree with you that, he, uh, that his uh, party's in the right place, obviously. Um, I don't really like to have, like, on Twitter and everything, people are, like, just, like, I don't know, like, bash him so hard about, like, I don't know, like, saying that the only reason he's doing it is because he doesn't want Braun to get another championship. Oh, my gosh, man. <laughs> people <laughs> are tough. Funny about it. Like, it, I don't know, he's actually in the right place. I don't agree, um, actually, though, um, just because I'm, like, I mean, if, they were, if he was smart about it, or how I think that they're going to do about it is obviously they're going to play and that allows all these different other players and who may not have you know as huge a platform as Kyrie to you know um, get their voices louder on this topic exactly. they'll be on TV they could also have a little segment that after every game they could have uh, you know there's still be a government no one's going to be allowed they could have someone like obviously like tele like uh, tele in there so that like either at half times or after the games, you know, whether the the movement that they're with, whether that be Black Lives Matter or something else, yeah. They can have some uh, you know, a platform to talk on. You know, millions of obviously millions of people will be watching the games since nobody's been watching any sports lately. So. Exactly, exactly. And that's what I was just saying is like he thinks that doing this is a bad thing somehow. And going out there, like I was just saying, like this, this all the, only this thing does is just make things better for what you're trying to do. This is basically his goal is to show more support, and this is exactly what that does. And not only that, yeah. it makes yeah. all the fans happy. I agree. Exactly. Okay, it, 100%. It's, it's just that I don't know. Sometimes I question who is uh, counseling, uh, you know, like who is giving counsel to Kyrie or. Exactly. I look. I mean, when he was with the Cavs, I mean, I liked him. I thought he was a good kid. And then it was whenever he went to the Celtics that I felt like his character and who he was just slowly was going down, down, and down. And I don't know if you could say his character per se. Like, I, I just think that personally, it sounded like with the whole Cavs situation, from what I read, a lot of it had to do with. You know, who he was, you know, around, like, who he was uh, hanging around with. They were kind of, in his ear, kind of, you know, complaining yeah. that bad portion of him that, you know, because, for example, he ended up, I, I read this somewhere, I could be wrong, but, um, that he ended up calling LeBron, obviously, and, like, apologizing for, like, how he treated him in Cleveland and how he left yeah. and all this stuff, which is great, I mean. Kyrie is still only like 26, 27 years old. Oh, yeah. Um, so, I mean, like, he's still, just like everybody else, I mean, he's got time to learn and, you know, uh, fix his mistakes if he needs to. And I think that's what he'll eventually end up doing because right now, I know he's just being, he's being extra loud about, I don't know, I say things that aren't the smartest, right? Yeah. It's just not the best way to go about it. Yeah. So now I want to go more into you. I want. I'm. I'm. We're not gonna get. I'm not gonna get super personal, but we're gonna delve a little bit into your past a little bit. Okay. Because here's the thing: some of the people out there want to know more about you and some of your experiences. So now most of these people listening are gonna know that you're, let's say, well known in Lincoln, Arkansas, L.A. Okay. 
<laughs> exactly. Uh, so, some people would say that. Okay. Okay, so, and mostly it's because you played basketball, and you played it well. Hey, that's nice of you to say. Hey, I'll I'll compliment when I I'll compliment when I have to. So. Uh, yeah, wait, uh, I'm gonna pause you real quick. I just wanna, you know, since it, you brought up basketball, kind of want to get your uh, point of view on a little uh, Lincoln basketball situation. Hey, you know what? You know what? Last I checked, this is my podcast. I'll be asking the questions here. Okay. Ah, <laughs> ah, right, right, you're right. Let's you're keep right. it there. All right. Uh, so going back to what I was first saying after I was interrupted. So yes, you played basketball. You were you were the point guard. Um, now most people will remember your your senior team. Whenever it was your senior year, um, what was your guys' record that year? We ended up I think going I think like twenty two and five. You went to state. You you went to state. Is that correct? What was that? Did you go to Did you guys go to state? Yeah, we made it to the quarterfinals. So quarterfinals to, to uh, uh, Brooklyn. Brooklyn, that's that's what I thought. Now, okay. now I'm gonna I'm gonna pull out some emotions from back <laughs> back back at those times. Alright. So, because you know, even though even though you know we've spoken a lot, I've never really I've never really gotten a whole lot of sad emotions out of you. I really haven't. I just I just I haven't seen that from you. So, okay. we're going to get a little personal here on your last game, because okay. so many seniors go through this to where they play their last game. It's a super emotional time now. It's, can you just walk me through whenever you heard that final buzzer for your final game, what was kind of going through your head? Well, really, really the final, uh, it was pretty much uh, whenever I got kind of most uh, sad like, we were only down, like, five and a half times, so we obviously had a chance to win. Um, but it did feel like we were down, like, 15. Mm. was so good. Um, I do remember that. It was whenever, um, it was about third quarter, and they were up by, like, 10 or so. And I could see, like, the, you know, the faces on my team. Yeah. Um, you know, they could, I mean, they kind of knew, they could see the writing on the wall. And that kind of made me sad. Like, especially seeing like the bench and stuff. You know, we had a pretty high bench, and uh, that was probably the, the thing that kind of got me most emotional um, because everybody kind of knew at that point that we weren't going to be able to come back, even though it was third quarter. We only scored, I think, maybe two points, two or two to like seven points the rest of the entire game, actually. Um, one of the best defensive teams and most well coached teams I've ever seen. So. Yeah, I, I remember. It, 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 it was then that I kind of got pretty sad. I obviously held it in until um, um, I got into the, the locker room. Locker room. Yeah. yeah but, I mean, you know, I don't like to usually talk about that stuff. Yeah, like, hey, like I said, I told you, we're gonna, we were going to get a little personal here. And I understand that now, this, I, I want to leave this up to you because I know that there's a, there's a, there's a game that... Bro, I swear to God... I, exactly. I, swear to, I, know, I know your dad told you to ask this question. No, 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 I swear, no, I swear. No, I swear, I swear. This, I completely thought of, I, I thought about this. Now, this is up to you, because I know how bad of a memory that is to look back on. 
and I'm almost for sure you know what game I'm talking about here. This is up to you. We can talk about it, but if you don't want to, I understand because... Yeah, I'll talk, listen, I, listen, I, I'm seven years uh, removed from it. I'll talk about it. Okay, so, okay. okay. So, Mommel, of course. Uh -huh. I, I, I kind of remember this game. I was... Uh, uh, how old was I? I can't quite remember how old I was, but um, I, I, it's a very vague. But I remember, I remember just everybody going nuts, just the whole time, pretty much the whole game. Just everybody, there was screaming all over the place. You know, the it was, if I remember correctly, it was sort of like a back and forth kind of game. Is that correct? Was it sort of like that? Uh, well, the it was back and forth. I mean, we were up most of the game actually. Oh. Even, even though we were. We were heavy, heavy, heavy underdogs. I remember going on Heroes Friday, and like all the main, like um, all the main people on there were saying how we we're gonna get like twenty peeps. And I hey, I, I personally believe them <laughs> because uh, like our team was, we're a very unathletic team. Uh, we're a smart team, they hard, but they were just. So, yeah, so. super athletic. I remember. I remember that time. I remember there was one person on there. Well, maybe it was multiple people. Yeah, but he plays for the Packers. Uh, no, he plays for the Raiders now. Your dad mm -hmm. never stopped. Your dad is not stopping right now. Uh, um, gosh. I'm gonna put him on mute. Yeah. Uh, so I can continue. Sorry. Hey, no problem. I'll put him on. Do not, do not disturb. Literally seven texts. <laughs> okay. So. <laughs> I look. I would not be surprised. <laughs> Okay, so what did what you say about where where did he go to? He actually went and played for SEMO, and then he went to the Packers, and I think he's on the Rangers right now at the defensive end. Wow. That, yeah, defensive end. Yeah, I mean, Nolan was stupid athletic. And, I mean, stupid good. That's, that's wow. I mean, yeah, because I remember, I remember watching the game, and I'm pretty sure it was that guy that was just jumping all over the place, slamming it down a couple times maybe. The first, the first, the very first off the tip, we got it stolen, and he slammed the first, uh, the first, uh, you know, possession. And I remember going, in, <laughs> I remember going to get the ball, and OC threw it down. They looked at each other like, Jesus Christ. Gosh, yeah. So. But yeah, like you were saying before that game, you thought you weren't too. Um, you you thought you guys were gonna lose that game most likely. That you came into the I game. Did, I did, okay, I didn't think we were gonna lose the game. I just thought that we for sure were gonna have to play extremely good. Yeah. Oh yeah. I never, and you, I never, I, we never walked into we were gonna lose. And we we won our first like sixteen games. So like we never thought that. So. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, I remember just throughout the game, stands were going crazy, and I remember, I think it was towards the end of the game. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but there was a the one of the guys made the for Mel made a three pointer at the end to tie it back yeah. up at the buzzer. Is that correct? Yeah, it was a buzzer. Yeah, it was right at the buzzer. Uh, they ended up they were down three, obviously. Um, there was like seven seconds left. Uh, we had talked about fouling them. We decided not to foul since they had made a three the entire game. Um, so that was our thought process. I'm not sending to the line for two, obviously, so they can't shoot three. Um, so they go down, miss the three, long rebound. There's like one second left. Bag catches it, let it loose, and they make their first three the entire game. Man. So it's an incredible pass. They lost by one. 
That's, yeah. I, yeah, I just... And I was fouled out. And uh, Shannon was fouled out, you know. So man, yeah, and I remember after the game, everybody was just so so down. Just like everybody, it was, it was for sure the the most sad game of my basketball, even even compared to my last game. Now fun, I'm fun, I'm assuming fun, uh, now I'm assuming there were probably a few tears. Is that correct? You can be yeah, honest more, here. Um, it, but it was more out of like out of like. Anger, I'd say, just because, like, I remember, like, you know, this was at our home. I mean, it was at home. It? I mean, oh, we, yeah. We held the regional final at Lincoln. And I remember all the, like, schools around us, like, obviously, like, Craig Grove, Farmington, and all them, they were, they were in Mommy L student section. And so, like, it would have been obviously great to. Oh, yeah. Actually, oh, but, yeah. Uh, and it, but, I mean, this is, I mean, the way I look at it is, you know, you know that's just I mean, that's that's just how it goes. You know what I'm saying? Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Tough losses. The highs, the, the highs and the lows. That's what makes it. Uh, that's what makes it so memorable. And so, I mean, that's the only way I can think about it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Now I know you do. Um, how many? How many? Now I know there are some of your uh, teammates that you still keep in touch with. How 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 many of them would you say you still keep in touch with? Man, I keep in touch with all of them. Now that you mention it, I'm going to hashtag go one out. Uh, <laughs> see it. Me and the hashtag Shannon Goldman, oh, a.k.a. Yep. Biggie Goldman, uh, have an 855-day snap streak. Wow, and impressive. I, I, listen, I'm just saying it's impressive. That is impressive. I think my highest right now is 22. So, 22? you know, I'm a little... Hey, look, look, I'm not, a, I'm not a street guy. I'm really not. I don't focus on it a whole lot. Yeah, me and him go to 855. I mean, he's doing really good. Me and OC obviously talk to each other all the time. We uh, we are, uh, you know, heads of the, or me, him, Horatio, and Sergio are heads of the, you know, wildly popular um, Instagram handle, LeBron's <laughs> Little Helpers IG. Oh, what? Uh, we, yeah, first off, don't laugh. Hey, guys. No, right. serious. Um, but, yeah. Like, yeah, we obviously hold, you know, holiday tournaments, under, you know, this Instagram handle, so just a you know, shout out to anybody who'd like to join. Deal oh, yeah, for sure. Okay, so now, now let's, uh, I want to talk more about you guys just as a team, not on the court, but now off the court. Now, this is, now let's go back to whenever you were in school. Let's say, let's say before a game, you guys are in the locker room hanging out. Like, what, what, what were kind of the conversations that happened? Like, like, what was it like? Uh, Actually, we didn't. We, I mean, we never talked about like games and stuff. I mean, we just played ping pong for four games. And <laughs> that's it, actually. I mean, we. I mean, we weren't those types of guys to cuddle in the uh, cuddle in the locker room and like, yeah. hype each other up. I mean, we just weren't like that. Hey, and I get that, yeah, because um, you know I've been with uh, like my the team I'm on right now. You know, we we have some. We have some weird people. I won't go into what they like to do before games, but... <laughs> Wait, no, what is something weird that they do? Look, I'm, okay, I'm just going to leave it at this. The stuff that they do is not appropriate for this podcast, and I'll just leave it at that. I'll leave it at that. I won't I won't go into what happens, but it's... Interesting. Hey, you, know, I, I, you might have to hold a... Uh... Uh, anything and everything podcast hashtag after dark. I don't know. Look, okay, so now I'm glad you said that because now 
let's go into some of there are some things that you know you've you, whenever you came back uh, from Dallas um, weeks ago um, we, we we've done some pretty mischievous things when the the sun goes down basically whenever Peyton would come back this is what we would do me my dad my brother Peyton and you know sometimes sometimes even his parents would get on it you know it was pretty crazy and who knows maybe even a couple of outsiders that we knew it, like it, we would go outside and you know we would basically just try to scare each other as best as we could in the dark moving all around the three houses that we have lined up on the street here we would go out be sneaking around we would strategize of like oh is he going to show up at this time or or like, should I go this way and you go this way and we can we can try to trap him and we can figure all this stuff. It was a it was a bunch of bunch of crazy stuff going on. So, if you can, Peyton, I would like you because I kind of remember whenever this first all started, and I'm pretty sure it started with my dad scared you when you were just sitting out on your back porch. Is that correct? Yeah, yeah. This all started because your father yes. decided to. I, you know, when I come home. You know, after a trimester, I'm just going to relax. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I just wanted to get a get a glass of wine, sit on the deck, and you know, just relax. Yeah, yeah. Because that's what grownups do. I couldn't do that because your father would try to sneak up behind you, obviously, and scare me. Yeah. And unfortunately, he has prevailed in doing that a couple times. And you know. You just can't let that go by. Yeah, exactly. To retaliate. And from then on, yeah. That's that's what's kind of caused this this cascade of every night is someone working in the shadows uh, behind Nemo's house waiting to scare me. Exactly. It just started to kind of spiral out of control. I remember, I think the first time that I even got out, um, I can't remember exactly what I was doing. I think I was actually asleep. I was asleep, and my dad comes in here, and he wakes me up, and he says, oh, I got Peyton on the phone. He's out there somewhere, and, you know, it wakes me up, and I, I go out there, and now I, I'm, I'm going to tell you, you got me, because I went outside <laughs> went outside to my backyard, and you're laying. You're laying in a shadow, and you're just you're just laying there, and I, I can't, can't see worth a flip, just can't see anything, and all of a sudden, I hear a loud... And then I, I, I jumped. I jumped. My whole body shook and I jumped. It was it was a whole thing. Here's, here's the thing, Lincoln. You, if we're talking about power level in regards to this game, man, you are really at the bottom. Look, you hey, know, hey, hey, um, do I, I don't want to, no, I don't. Let me tell you why. Let me tell you. Let, okay. me, let me just, you know, talk to your audience for a second. Let me tell them why. And it's because you lack the imagination that me and your father have, specifically in your planning. I mean, I can't tell you how many times, you know, you I've, I've been out there before you, and I just see you walking up in the middle of the light, talking to Sterling, as if no one's already out there. You know what I'm saying? Hey, you, look. You go out too, you, you've, just, you've just been struggling, and personally, I find it disrespectful. Okay, hey, hey, first of all, I don't think sometimes at first it was the planning that was the issue, but then I think later on it was the execution that became the issue. There were a couple times, there was a couple times that the execution was just a little bit off. Just a couple times. 
you but know, I now, still remember, I still remember getting you twice um, in, in, in a matter of, I think, 30 minutes. We, we, I, hid behind, I hid behind you. I hid in, your, in y'all shrubs. Um, whenever you went to your room, I opened your back door, and I made you think that I was in the house. Oh, I, I remember. Mean, I, I, personally, I personally felt like, you know, uh, Wes Craven, you know, the guy <laughs> who did uh, Friday the 13th. Like, I felt like I was the director of a movie. Hey, I walked out. I, I did walk out in my living room, and I see that door open. My head turned. I was looking no, I around. Mean, I, I mean, I personally thought that maybe I thought maybe you were having a heart attack I did. I did. But hey, first of all, let me just let me just bring up. You're you're playing this off as if you never got got by me. You're you're acting That's... like you're acting like you never. Screamed like a baby a couple times whenever I came uh, up. First off, you have the the one the one time you got me it was like it, we, we we all had the family came together and said that was not even a full scare. Well, oh my gosh! Look, but I'm sorry. Are you telling me that a scream that comes from the bottom of their lungs is not a real scare? Let me just tell you, I was sneaking around. I was sneaking around Meemaw's house. And you, you, you run around, but then you start coming your way back, and I'm hiding right behind that bush. Day? Was this my first day back? It was. And I okay, told you, okay, I said, okay. I, I was like, hey, and I told you, and I was like, I know you're a little bit rusty coming back from Dallas. I remember telling you that. I remember that. Now, the one, I know which, I know which one you're talking about. This was the, this was the one that was from a while ago. I was hiding behind a little thing, and you, you half jumped. You, you shook a little bit. I shook a little bit. Now that yeah. one, I I I granted That's you the fact true. that that was not a true. Exactly, I, I I will agree with you on that one. That one was not a true, true full scare. But the point is, don't act like you haven't got got. <laughs> hey, I didn't even finish my story. After I scared you with the first one, I mean, I mean, do you not remember me telling you, hey, go get your, go get on your shoes so we can go get your dad because your dad was hiding up there. And when you went to go get your shoes, I hid behind your door and I got you. Like, like that's what I'm saying. Like, that, one, that one does not count. That, that one does not count. Why? Be- because, here's the thing. There's a, there is a, sure such a thing. You, you, you literally yelped. I, I did not yelp. Okay? I'm sorry, but I did not yelp. I'm just saying. I'm just, just saying. That one does not count because you got me the first time, but there is there's a such thing. There, you, there was a trust that built. So therefore, you know what? You know what? I'm not even gonna talk about it. I'm not gonna talk and about that here, one. Here's the th- here's the thing. Like I said, you're definitely better than Charlie. Well, that's for Charlie, sure. That's that's Charlie, that's out of the question. Uh, Charlie has gone these once, but that was because um, I was with my mom, and you know how she struggles. Yeah. Um, and I mean, you know she just struggles at that type of stuff. Um, bottom line, you know, she's, she, whenever she's small, so she, you think she would be able to do good, but she struggles, but, you know, she, she, does, she does her best. best. She does her best. Yeah, she does her best. That's, 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 that's what we can really ask for, but, you know, just a little, just a little low on the execution there. <laughs> no, Australian's got to get his, he's just, I don't know, I don't know if it's because of, I don't know what's going on with his personal life, but he's just struggling. He is, hey, he's got, he's got some personal stuff going on. Is he, what is it, is he in, uh, old girl? They still together or what? I, I, look, I won't disclose that information unless he allows bro, me to. Bro, I, 
Bro, I should be studying right now. You tell me I that. You can't just let me let as an audience member something. Look. I'll probably edit this part out, and I'll just give you the information. Bro, you can't edit this part out, for real. Look, I, I don't... I, yeah, okay. You don't have to give me specifics, just say yes or no. No, I'll just, I'll just say that. So you're telling me Sterling Mortis is on the market? Yes. Technically, okay, yes. That's all I wanted to know. That's all I wanted to know. Okay. All I right. think that's what the people wanted to know. Yes, exactly. Yeah, we can leave that there. All right, so... Peyton, I think I think we're gonna I think we're gonna end it off here. Wait a second, wait a second, wait a second. Before I go, you know, I got a couple questions for you since since you got kind of personal with me. I'll okay. Be kind of personal with you for a second. Okay. 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 <laughs> All right. Well, I'll, first off, how school how how was school this this? Uh, you know what? Uh, that, that's interesting I mean, that you, you know, asked. Talk, you know what? Scratch that. Let's just get to the the brass talk. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, you know, man. I know. Your your own situation's been, you know, uh, up in the air lately. You know, I just wanted to update about you and your, you know, the crush that you told me you had last time. Okay, first of all, I don't, I don't want you, I don't, I don't want you make, I don't want you, I don't want people asking questions. That's exactly what you're doing here. Like I said, I just want to. I live in Texas. Yeah, I live in Texas. I want to do a school, man. I just want to know a little bit about my cousin, man. You know, you know, his crush that I don't know if he's ever gonna be, you know. First of all, first of all, first of all, this isn't we. I don't. I don't enjoy liars on my podcast. I don't enjoy liars yeah, on my I, podcast. This I never happened. Either. I didn't. I didn't. Why do you have? Then why did? Ah, never mind. I'm gonna say that. I'm just saying, <laughs> man. Just send that DM, bro. Look, look. Here's the thing. I'll, I'll. I'll figure that out for myself, and if I need your help, I'll I'll talk to you. Uh, I'm sure you'll have some interesting stuff to say. Just to maybe, I mean, maybe we can talk about possibly constructing a DM with some here. I don't know. Look, look. If I need your help, trust me. I'll. You know what? You might even be the first one that I talk to. If I if I'm in need. I'll take that. You know, I recommend a great uh, Grey's Anatomy themed uh, DM. (laughs) I recommend it. I'm 0 for 2 on that one, though. Oh. I do recommend it. Ah, man, that's uh, tough. You know what I'm saying? It, it always gets to laugh. You know, well, I'm execution, personally, but, you know, sometimes you just got to do, you just got to shoot your shot. And at some point, one of those shots will go in. At some point. You know, you know, I like to, I like to think about it as, you just got to keep shooting your free throws. Hey. For, both literally and figuratively. Because one day, you're going you're gonna to shoot that shot, and you're going to be in the game. And hey, yeah, the pressure's gonna be on. Pressure's gonna be and, on. You know, and, you know, as Triple H would say, it's all about the game. It's a- and how you play it. It's all about the game and how you play it. So. Hey, you, you, uh, you know your stuff. You know your stuff. I know my stuff, man. So I, uh, sort of. So I just, I just, I just hope maybe you find that courage inside you. Hey, I got, I got, I got all my, I got all my stuff together. Do okay. Well, then, hey. Uh, I'm gonna be home in August. Right Interesting. Around, you know, maybe around Thanksgiving. Maybe she can be at Thanksgiving. With that. Hey, who, you never know. You never know what might happen. Man, I hope so. And I swear to God, bro, if you end up, if you end up editing the, any any part <laughs> of this, of this, I will be at your house at a random time with the key that I made, <laughs> and I will hide in your. 
closet until you go to sleep, and then I will. <laughs> I'm just gonna leave it I'll, I'll take. I'll take no, your. Don't, don't, you edit any of this. I hey, you know what? For you, I won't. Okay. Well, all right. Well, hey, I got to. I got to get back to some schoolwork. But hey, you have Absolutely. a good day. You too. This was good. I enjoyed this. This was good. This was good. I, I would like to uh, have a phone call later about it. Though. Hey, we'll, we'll talk about it after. All right. Hey, hey, thanks for having me on. Absolutely. And also, I'd like to say before I go. I, re- I, I uh, listened to some of the other podcasts, and I hear that Malik thinks that he can uh, challenge the popularity of hashtag anything and everything podcast. That is correct. Pers- personally, I just don't think that that's possible. I don't see it. I, don't I really don't. I don't know if he has it. I don't know if he has it inside him to garner such attention. Uh, and such, I don't, the fans are I don't know if you, I don't know if you can get the fans to, to I don't see it. I really don't. Do you have anything you'd like to say to your possible competition? And then Joe Rogan, Malik, anybody? Malik, bags. Okay. Well, what would you like to say as the, as a closing, as a closing, as the last closing to this? I'm gonna invite you to a little bit of competition here, because here's the thing. If you think that you can match up with the Anything and Everything podcast, bring it on. Because this podcast, it ain't it ain't just it ain't just your regular old podcast. Okay? So you go out there, you buy all the equipment you need. Thing is, you can't compete. And it's as simple as that. So what you're trying to say is that if you want some competition, he better come with Anything and everything. Exactly. Exactly. You're gonna be bringing it. I like that. I think that's a great. I think that's a great closing, you know, uh, sentence. So I'm gonna get off here. I gotta take some quizzes, but absolutely. You have yourself a good night. You too. Glad having you on. All right. Uh, See you. See you. Bye. Bye. All right. So that was. That was that was Peyton Holst right there. I like that. That was that was that was all that was a lot of fun. Uh, going back on some memories, we we got deep a little bit. Who knows? He may he may have shed a few tears there, but we don't know. Um, so yeah, we're gonna leave it off here. I like this episode. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Make sure you guys tune in to the next one. That'll probably be coming next week, probably next Tuesday. So make sure you guys check that one out. It's gonna be it's gonna be a good one. And uh, still figuring out the next guest will that one be. If you guys want to, you guys can make some suggestions of who the next guest should be. And I'll pull those suggestions in and we'll think about it. So thank you guys for listening. Have a fantastic day. Peace out.